This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And welcome to the fifth instalment of Back of the Nest Daily Transfer Window Pods, uh, which we're doing every weekday right up until the transfer deadline day. Um, and on that day, Hambo and a selection of top quality people will be doing a live show for you. Um, we're just doing 15, 20 minutes each day, keeping you up to date with what's been in the news about Palace transfers. Um, my name is Mike. Um, I'm your host for this evening, and I'm joined by Alex. And I'm joined by I'm joined by a pod virgin as well today. Um, I'm joined by Luke as well. Um, we worked out we were quite heavy on sort of thirty something white males on the pod. Um, you won't be surprised to hear uh, we've only got two females um, and two sort of non Caucasian contributors. Um, so we've branched out, and rather than getting another thirty-something white bloke, um, we've got ourselves a forty-something white bloke. So, uh, Luke, hello, how are you doing? What up, comrades? Pleased to be here. Thank you, Michael. Good, good. Um, and Alex, I think this is the first time we've ever done a pod together. How are you doing? Hi, Mike. How are you doing? You right? Yes, not bad at all. Um, glad to be. Presenting this here little transfer um, update for you all. Um, really, really thank you for the feedback you've given us so far on the on the ones that have come out. Um, we're trying to keep them varied. We're also trying not to uh, repeat ourselves. So, um, you know, if, if there's stuff we haven't talked about today, it's probably if you haven't listened to them, all, it might be because Terence and Co or, or, or Chris on the other shows have already mentioned them. So, do go back and have a listen. Um, you know, they don't they don't go out of date until the end of the transfer window. Um, but before we get on to transfers, uh, I, I was tasked initially with um, putting together a panel to discuss the Southampton home game, um, our 2-0 defeat. And we decided after a while, um, after a brief discussion, that we just wouldn't bother because the game was that shit. Um, but what I do want to quickly bring up, um, I was listening to Talk Sport 
and the only thing they brought up about the game from Palace's side was that uh, some of our fans were booing after the game. Um, so I just wanted to get quick thoughts um, from you gentlemen on what that means to you. Alex, um, booing at a Palace game is, is not usually the dumb thing. No, not really. And something I wouldn't do personally. Uh, I, just, I just think you, you can look at it both ways, really, because there was a stat that I think we plucked out uh, from the last 10 to 15 games. You know, you can look at it that we're, we're, we've only had two defeats in the last 11 games, which is decent, but we've only won three in the last 15 games. So I don't know, it's, it's a bit of a mixed bag, really. And uh, I think the players are just knackered from their valiant point at, at the Etihad on, on the weekend. So it was always going to be tricky, especially with all these injuries we've got at the moment. I think that was a bit harsh. I wonder if a bit of that booing was to the ref because there were some questionable calls. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't think we should look too much into it. But like I've said in previous pods, I think the summer will be big for us. Okay, and what, what's your thoughts on it, Luke? Obviously, um, you were you were in amongst the block and uh, enjoying yourself. So, um, what do you think of, of booing post-game? Mike, I was with you in, in, in Blocky and we spent pretty much the whole game cheering, supporting the team. So I was quite disappointed, to be honest with you, to hear, hear the booze. I won't, I won't lie. The reality of it was is we were poor. We had a poor game. Uh, we, we performed brilliantly against City away. And as it seems to be the uh, the way with us this season, we've, we've, we've played well away, we've done well against the bigger teams, and then we sort of slip up or don't have a great first half or have to recover it at home. But I'll be honest with you, we are sitting mid-table, comfortable. We, are, we will stay up this season. And to hear people booing the team, I'm confused. I don't know what, I don't know what people want. You know, we had a bad game, but we've got points on the table. We're mid-table. We've had some great results. We've we've beaten Manchester United. Uh, we've got we've got some. The players are giving everything. They were knackered. Alex is absolutely right. They were knackered after the City game. What do people want? What do they want? I I can't understand it. Get behind the team. Get behind the team and 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 let's just move move forward. I, I find it very very confusing indeed. Yeah, I, I think you probably speak for a great many of us. So we've got very varied opinions across across the people that work with the pod. But I think most of us are of that opinion. Um, a stat came out on Twitter today that um, there's been under twenty three players. I think it was at least two under twenty three players. Um, on the bench, no, that can't be right. At least one um, in every game since December the seventh. Um, so you know it, it shows that Hodgson, to an extent, his hands are slightly tied. Although the counter argument come back from some people was, well, those those players haven't really had a chance to play. Um, maybe Pierre aside. So um, yes, I mean that, that it's a tough one. It's it's a bit it's a bit it's a bit disappointing actually not to see Pierre actually get a chance. That's the one one criticism I'd have about. Hodgson uh, for that Southampton game. It would have been nice to see Pierre start. I know, obviously, he's probably lacking match practice and he's not played that many games. But for something like that, that you know, that game we got Mayer come back from injury. Something like a Pierre might have, you know, livened up that game because, you know, it was one of those games under the lights of Sellers, which was, you know, dreadful. But 
you know, something like a period might have been something that would lift the fans, which would have, you know, would have helped. But yeah, like you said, I think it's just, it's bizarre, bizarre that people were booing. I do take the point, and it would have been nice, particularly when the game had really gone, uh, to, to, to see Pierre Con, to get the young players on, on the field. But, but Roy wants experienced Premier League professionals and we play young players and we lose, he gets criticised. We don't play young players and we have the occasional bad result. And to be fair, we, we have drawn a lot of games, but then he gets criticised. Managers are sacked every week now in the Premier League. It's it's such a high-pressure situation. And I, I do understand the idea of just like getting the experienced pros on. And I, I replied to... Back of the nest on Twitter saying, I wanted to see the same team as we played against City. But knowing that that team was going to be knackered. So what, what do you do? You chuck in a couple of young players, you get smashed. You get criticised. You don't put them in. You keep the experienced guys in. You get criticised. You know, we have the score we've got. It's, it, it seems to me to be a, a, a lose-lose situation for Roy at the moment. Yeah, I think you're right. And and that um, goes back to something Patrick said a couple of days ago on one of the earlier transfer pods that um, he'd like to see some of the younger players go out on loan to get some experience. Um, but he can't see it happening because of the lack of um, the lack of options we've got. Um, the one player that has gone out so far, uh, mentioned yesterday, Sam Woods has gone to Hamilton Academicals. Um, and today, um, their manager, Brian Rice, excellent name, Brian Rice, what a name, um, He's talked about why they took him on. Um, and he said, a couple of people I know uh, knew I was looking for a defender and his name came up to me. I spoke to James MacArthur, so obviously they're mates, at Palace, and he gave me a glowing report on him and a character reference. Then I spoke to three or four people I knew down south that have seen him play and he comes highly recommended. He, he, he went on to say that he's, it's one of the first players he's ever signed that he hasn't seen much of, um, but he's just gone on people's recommendations. So... Um, at the very least, Sam Woods is going to get himself some uh, some game time. Um, so that's good. Um, and I don't mean to say a lot more about the, the signing of Jay Rich Bagley. Um, after Terence's terrible puns on the uh, transfer pod that they did, um, I've got to say he sounded like a, a sort of 60s throwback um, game show host with the jokes he was making. Uh, on that pod and if you did hear it um, I've got to say that I've asked producer Mikey that does a lot of our pods before whether I can be a little bit more risque and he's told me that I can't be Uh, they got away with talks of white vans and and large Scandinavian penises so a little bit jealous I've got to say Luke great name great name I mean come on we've got to you know we've got to love a signing with a name like that Rich Bagaloo You've got to love it. Forget about the puns. It's a great name. He's six foot five. He's six foot five, and we are conceding goals at the under twenty three level. We we we've got old centre halves. Give him a shot. Why not? It is it is a truly great name. You're absolutely right. I didn't know he was six foot five either. That's good. Um, as a man of uh, similar height, I can. I can say that it's both a blessing and a curse. Um, so that's good. I mean, none of us know that much about him. Um, what we, we do know um, is that two years ago today, um, we signed the legend that is Yaroslav Yak. Um, 
Alex, give us give us a reminder of the last two years um, of Yaroslav Yak at Palace because it's been it's been a really epic two years. I think the uh, the the best thing about the two years was just the tweet, wasn't it? The uh, the was it the CPFC Polska tweet about there being uh, yeah, that's the one holes in the Arthur stand, uh, which was the, the that with that there was just worth deciding alone because we didn't really see much about of Yak. Did be and uh, uh, he was, you know, never got a chance, but uh, rightly so, but based on the reports that we got. And I think now he's languishing in. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. He's 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 at a side I, I can't pronounce. I think he's back in Poland. He is actually due back on uh, to us in June, um, and surely you know that that will feel like a new signing, won't it, when he comes back? Um, currently played no games for us whatsoever, but um, you know the the only way is up. Um, the the other person uh, two years and one day ago uh, that we signed uh, was 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 Erdil Rakip, um, and I put up on the back of the nest Twitter today uh, a reminder of his. Thumbs up picture um, from the day he signed. And I'm going to quote you from a reply um, from Aaron Metz. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, he looks like he stumbled out of the cherry tree at Norwood Junction and headed over to Greg's. Uh, yes, he is a man that will um, make you think that you can probably still be a professional footballer, um, whatever size you are. Luke, memories of Erdal Rakip signing? Yeah, I mean, just that quote is just brilliant, isn't it? Um, I'm a similar shape. And, uh, you know, it's really got me dreaming. It's got me dreaming. Maybe I can run out on that pitch. (laughs) And, uh, well, if I run out on that pitch, I've done more than he has, haven't I? I was going to say, (laughs) there's no hope because he didn't actually play for us. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, he's, he's, I mean, what what is he? (laughs) Um, He is someone who has signed for the club and... You know, he's not with the club, is he? Whatever the situation is, he's not with the club. He's gone. No, he's, he's, he's gone back to Malmo. He's gone back to Malmo. He well, he was came from Benfica, didn't he? Benfica signed him, saw he was fat, put him on loan to us, and then binned him straight back to Malmo, where I assume there's a less of a, uh, you know, a sizist sort of culture. So, you know, the well, let's let's not get. Let's not get too sizes here. No, no, quite right. I mean, I, I can't, I can't make those comments really without people going back at me. So, but I mean, the guy had a great reputation in the Swedish under twenty ones. He did well for Malmo. 
he was obviously signed ben ben, by Benfica. Uh, fairly big club in Europe. You know, we took a punt on him. I think later on in, in the pod, you can edit this out, but later on in the pod, I'd like to say something about our general recruitment because I think that's what's at stake here, really. Our general recruitment has been incredible. Well, no, no, bring it up now. The, the only thing I want to say is uh, I think the difference, th- this window so far, um, <clears throat> Rich, Rich Bagley's come in and it wasn't mentioned at all. I mean, he, he came in a, a good couple of weeks before anyone mentioned it in the press. Um, and um, Scott Banks has come in and, and it was classily done. And, and just before he came in, um, you know, Roy said he's probably going to go straight in the other 23s to, to, to temper people's enthusiasm for this kind of stuff, which wasn't done um, over Yak and, and Rakic. So, yeah, a quick uh, quick word on, on what you think about the recruitment. Um, you know, that's what we're here for. And then we'll get on to the last couple of rooms. Yeah, so general recruitment. Roy is not buying these players. Previous managers have not been buying these players. What we're not doing is is we're not trusting the manager. You know, we've got this this system where we've got the director of football uh, who chooses the players, who scouts the players, who's working through all the players, and the managers are not picking the players that they want to make their team. Now, Roy has got a very specific idea of who he wants in his team. And we've seen a couple of... Uh, We've seen a couple of situations. Camarasa could be one of them, where has the manager been given the player that he wants that fits into his system? Roy has a very, very specific system. If he had those players, would we be saying different things about the manager? Do we have to actually look and say, what is the club doing around recruitment? Are we looking at the right sort of player for Crystal Palace Football Club? We've got a, a tradition of a certain type of player, high energy, physical, fast. Are we bringing in those types of players? Or are we actually setting our managers up to fail? Not just Roy, but in general. Well, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, I was listening to the rumour that um, Man United are after Tevez on loan at the age of 36, getting Tevez back. Um, and I do feel there's a sea change um, in the way Premier League recruitments, recruitments happening where um, you know the, the there's there's huge signings, but there's also some real penny pinching, and and um, I don't think you can blame Palace. You know they're, they're stuck in again in 2018 to the, the top 20 um, wage bills in the world, um, and it, it has to change. So um, I think I think right now it's it's hard for us to know exactly where we stand on recruitment, but that's 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 an excellent point, Alex. Did you want to chime in on that? Yeah, well, it's always going to be quite tricky to bring the right players in January anyway. Like, if you look at most transfers, 90% of transfers in January are not very rarely successful. So, you can never get that perfect player. You tend to get sort of the the leftovers and the has-beens and the whatever, whatever, whatever word I can think of. But, you know, it's quite tricky to get, to get the right player. And we've been quite lucky in past years. So, we obviously got Sacco. We got AU in January. We've had some questionable loan signings in January as well. I think we've had, was it Adebayor in January? We've had, did we, did we get, we didn't get Sonogo in January. But I'm sure we've had other players that, you know, on loan from bigger clubs in January that didn't really, didn't really cut out for us. But that's the market. And I feel like you need to sort of prepare yourself for the summer, really. Um, because these are sort of little touch-ups, unless you do get a new manager uh, who does want to bring in his players. 
Um, so it's difficult. It's really difficult. Um, and for us, so we've got we've got no. Dare I say it, this is Palace we're talking about, but we should be comfortable. And we should be safe. So for us, I think it's just a building for for the summer and and see what happens there because you know with Wilf go we're Wilf potentially going in the summer. You know we'll be sitting on you know quite a lot of cash. So I think the summer will be big for us to bring in the right players and the right the right replacements. Sacco, that's why important players have been brought in in January that have really made a difference for us. Um, we do need to focus on the summer, but our last summer left us with no left-back cover, no right-back cover, centre-forward, very, very weak position. Not a lot of cover if uh, Wilf or Andros uh, went out. You know, we had to move IU wide. Really, it's about identifying well ahead of time players that are right for the club. And there's a lot of work goes in in some of the bigger clubs into like the mentality of the player, the type of player they want. And I just don't feel that that we're we're getting that that piece of it right. <sighs> I mean that is depressing, but yeah, I can see I can see where you're coming from. Uh, yeah, well let's um, let's just finish up with a with a couple of a roundup of a couple of uh, rumours. Um, Hassan Kamara, who apparently we've been linked with, um, it sounds like Watford have, have tabled a, a proper bid for him, um, and I'm beginning to think that we might be um, just one of those also named um, clubs, um, as we often are with these these rumours the last few days. Um, so that's, that's, yeah, it's, it's possible. I mean, I, I'm, yeah, um, it's a shame cause we could have done with a fullback. So, um, it looks like that one's possibly not happening. Um, something came out from the, uh, the Liverpool press today, Liv Weko. Um, they, somebody got hold of the, um, the program from the Southampton game, um, with some quotes from St. Tosin, um, he said, and I quote, here when I came to Palace, it was Victor Camarasa's number I got, who's left now. So who knows, maybe I'll get Michael Jordan's shirt number. Um, he's referring to number 20, apparently. Uh, one day, um, and that those, those words, one day, uh, apparently the Liverpool press have jumped on that to think that Tosin wants to stay um, at Palace. Um, but I don't think people have forgiven him quite yet for the miss at Southampton, so I'm not sure everyone would want that to happen. Um, we shall see. Um, and a little bit more of an update on um, Nikolic, the uh, MLS goal scorer who's been um, scoring a goal every other game for Chicago Fire. Now, Patrick, who lives in America, he brought this up a couple of pods ago, um, said that he he thought that he, he's relatively decent in the MLS, but he's not the absolutely uh, top striker that he would go for um, if he had the choice. Um, but more than that, the rumour it transpires has come from a Polish site with 20 followers on Twitter. So um, various various UK papers have been taking on this, this article that was just made up from some kid's basement in Poland. So um, I really don't see that a 32-year-old from the MLS... Um, from Hungary is something we're going to be picking up on in a bid to uh, lower the age of our squad. So um, just want to piss over that for you. Um, that is about it for today. It's not, it's not been the, the, the liveliest of rumour days. Um, a parting word from you, Luke, before we head out. 
we've got more polls in the Arthur than they've got on Twitter. There we go. Has is, is that, is that, is that kid just made up that room? He just basically found some player on Football Manager, in he? And he's like, just linked him with us. Let, let, let's wind it up there. Keep it short and sweet. Um, thank you very much, gentlemen, for joining me. Uh, we will be back on Monday morning. There'll probably be a weekend's worth of rumours. It'll be a bit more of a bumper episode. Uh, I believe I'm going to take you on the journey there. Uh, until then... Back of the Nest, Daily Transfer Podcast. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.